Hello, this is Randy Moon, and welcome to the Holiday Moons Podcast, where we share our love for the holidays with you year-round. This is Sydney, and I will be talking about Amazon travel gadgets. This is Beth, and I will be talking about a butterfly called the Eastern Tiger Swallowtail. That's super fun. When you started telling it to me, I thought you said Easter, and I was like, <laughs> oh, so this is holiday related. <laughs> uh, this is Cole, and I'm going to be talking about how we decorate inside for Halloween, or how we would, with you know unlimited money, decorate inside for Halloween. Options. Options, yep. Same oh. basic rules as last week, if you listened to that, we talked about decorating a two-story house on the outside for Halloween. Yeah. All very fun topics in quite a range of time frames, some summer to all the way to Halloween. And this is that time of year where you will find, if you go to Cracker Barrel, for instance, all the way from summer stuff through Christmas stuff, yes. Thanksgiving, yes. Halloween, yep. fall, the whole range in one store. Now, unfortunately for us, that's the only store we have that's really already gone to that point. And we love looking at new, fun merchandise in the stores. But our Target and our home goods aren't there yet. But I do follow people in Orlando, and their Target home goods and other stores all are all decked out for fall on Halloween already. Well, Hobby Lobby is. Yeah, Hobby Lobby for us is. That's um, right. So that's another place that has multi-holidays in it. Have, right. have you guys gone to Michael's yet? Yes. Not this week. Oh, yeah, yes, you have. Yeah. Oh, okay. Are I they have. decked out for Halloween yet? Um, not quite. I don't think they have all their stuff out, but they do have fall stuff out. They mm-hmm. are getting bringing out their Halloween stuff. They don't have a lot of stuff on sale naturally, so um, it's not as fun as say Hobby Lobby. But um, I'm hoping that they will get all up to date soon with their yeah. Halloween stuff. Yeah, this week I started bringing out a few of my Halloween things. Did you? <laughs> just like casually decorating. Yeah. Casually decorating. Yeah. Yeah. So, like you, Disney has also started decorating for Halloween. Casually. Casually. And they have, as we mentioned last week, um, started their Disney After Hours Boo Bash this past week. And I was interested to see what the reviews would be because they normally have Mickey's not so scary Halloween party, which is earlier in the evening so that families can attend. And it's, I would say it's equally kid oriented as it is adult oriented. So they switched it this year for, you know, the number of different reasons to be an after hours party. Now, for those that you of you that may not be familiar with an after hours party at Disney, it's later in the evening. So it tends to be after the park closes, although it actually starts before this park closes. For, yeah, like an hour or two. Yeah. And then it goes to like midnight, or sometimes they'll go to 1, 1 a.m. So it's not really focused on the little kids, right? Because right. little kids can't stay up that late. Is it an after-hours party? Yes. Well, they call it after-hours boo-bash. But it's okay, the same so kind of idea, except that they've incorporated pieces of what was the not-so-scary Halloween party into it. Okay. I was going to say, because after-hours parties used to not have any fireworks right. or... Um, right, so it's kind of a, a mixing of the two. Right. So they'll have cavalcades, which basically what I've been told you know, by watching online is pieces of the former Mickey's Not-So-Scary Halloween Party Parade okay. Just in pieces. There. Right, so they, they broke it into pieces. Right, And that's so that they don't have the large crowds of a parade. Um, they don't do the firework, the typical fireworks that they used to do for 
for Hollow Wishes, the Halloween fireworks um, show, but they do the character, the special character meet and greets. Mm. They do the candy um, trick or treating. Oh, they do. Yeah. So if so you have, so it's still after hours, mostly for adults, but it's still very Disney. Yes, exactly. It would fit us really well yeah. because we've got you know obviously older kids. Uh, we like aspects of that. Like yeah. we like the decorations. We like the, to see some of the fun characters, <laughs> and uh, you'll hear some squeaking because, <laughs> as always, Noelle is running around <laughs> under our feet. Um, so it. it would actually fit our, you know, like you think of like teens and up. Like if you have yes. kids that are te- teens and up, yep. where there's a lot less people. Yes. There's moments of Halloween activity, but there's also Halloween decorations everywhere. So I thought, wow, that actually would fit us. Pretty well. Yeah, we would all like that, I think. Yeah. yeah. I think the only thing that I would miss is in the big parade that usually would happen at a Disney parade. Yes. They have the Headless Horseman. Yeah. And that is a really unique, yeah, it is. It is. like, chilling a, scene. It is. Yeah. That, that's probably the only the main... Parade. Yeah, that's probably the only main thing. I haven't seen that they had that. And they did have the big dragon that um, shoots flames. Oh, the Do they yeah. have the um, graveyard workers doing their choreographed dance? I think they dance? have that. I think they had that as a complicated, like yeah, a little that's a, that's, that's a classic. Such, yeah, that's such a yeah. great one. Yeah, so Very cool. Yeah, so I think it sounded pretty good. And then they also this week announced what they were doing for their Disney Very Merriest After Hours party. Okay, so same thing. So after same hours. kind of thing later at night, but in this case, they're going to do full parades and they're going to do full fireworks show. So I assume that's the Christmas wow. one. Yes, that is the Christmas one. It starts November twelfth, and that's when all their Christmas. Activities will start down at Walt Disney World and over at Disneyland, I, I believe. Uh, so that's so it seems like they're moving towards trying to move more towards normalcy, mm-hmm. right? So I thought, well, okay, that you know, big prey that means big crowds, um, yeah, bigger crowds, you know, yeah. in certain areas, and big fireworks show. So that's always crowded in the castle. Mm-hmm. Well, and if you think about it, the um, Christmas parties that we've gone to. No, I don't think these were after hours Christmas parties. These were just the Christmas parties. They're se- they're a separate thing. You have to pay to get into them. So the Christmas parties, and I don't think this was after hours Christmas parties. This was just a Christmas party in general. Um, they are really well attended. Like after hours, there are not tons of people. Like you feel like you are sometimes alone in the park. Right. Like <laughs> Which like awesome. there's. Even though there are thousands of people there, the park is so big, and you can get right through lines. Now, the Christmas party, on the other hand, it was crowded when yeah. we went. Yeah. The Halloween party times. and the Christmas party are generally crowded. So my impression is that this is somewhere in between. It's not right. like the after hours where nothing else Normal is going way. on, right? It's, it's more people than that, but it's not the full up uh, Halloween party and Christmas party. So that'll be interesting to see. It does make me wish we were going there at Christmas time. I know. Because yeah, it's just so and much Halloween. fun there. And yeah. Halloween. Especially Halloween. Especially Christmas. Yeah. But I love them both. They're both great. great. They're both they, phenomenal times of year to go. Yeah. They really are. So looking forward to that. We did... There was a late summertime Christmas special that just came out. Beth and I watched a series called Ted Lasso, which is a mixed American-British comedy Right. Um, about a man who goes overseas to coach a um, semi, well, no, professional soccer team in it's England. It's football. They call it yeah. football. And he had been a football coach, but football in America means something else. Right. He had been an American football coach whenever there. So it's it's him overseas. He's a very nice person. 
uh, try to coach this this um, uh, group of international players right. in a British environment. So very it's excellent, very funny. It has a lot of swear words in it, so right. wouldn't recommend it if you're not comfortable with swear words in it. But a very good show in general. Well, they just released their Christmas episode this past weekend, and it was fabulous. It it was <laughs> it really was. It was so good. It was it incorporated <laughs> a lot of traditional sitcom. Um, kind of tropes in it in a in a more kind of modern style had a lot of classic Christmas elements Christmas music Christmas movie aspects to it a lot of like callbacks to Christmas sh- uh, movies like uh, within the show they kind yeah. of repurposed some of the Christmas tropes within the, the show it, itself they did it so well yeah like you went at the end of the show you just smiled it's yeah. like oh my goodness that was a great Christmas show. Yeah. And Randy doesn't like to watch things twice. I love to watch things two or three times because I miss stuff and I just really enjoy going back and seeing things I didn't previously. But Randy actually watched it twice. Once without me. Yeah. It it's, it's just so good. There's a lot of really good Christmas music in it. Uh, just a it great, great show. So yeah. if you enjoy that kind of show and are comfortable with a little more swear words, perhaps, then... Definitely worth watching. It's and not a fun like Christmas, tons of swear words. A, a fun Christmas summer special. So mm, yeah. And the last holiday happening we have actually will lead us into our first topic. But uh, Beth and I are traveling to Maine this coming week for uh, a week in Maine with our friends the Andersons. Yo, up, Trish and Aaron. <laughs> up near the Maine coastline, and, and it happens that the same weekend Cole is traveling to Maine <laughs> with his girlfriend Kelia for a wedding on Kelia's side of the family. So next week we'll actually be able to share some about our trip, trip report kind of things, of the different things going on up in Maine. But this week, Sydney's uh, topic actually fits in really well, and that's related to travel. Yes, yes it is. So I found some really cute travel gadgets from Amazon, and I always love it um, when they have like a list or like a little TikTok or video of different Amazon travel gadgets that are really nifty, really neat, and are incredibly helpful. <laughs> yeah. Um, so here are just some, some of these I have and I've found them to be very useful. And some of them, some of these I have, some of these I don't have yet, um, but I have seen them highly suggested. So one of them, these are um, packing cubes. Usually they come in three various sizes. And these cubes are very useful for packing, um, you know, keeping your pants together, your shirts together, cardigans, jackets, um, underwear, socks. I know I really, really like them and I travel with them like whenever I travel. How about you guys? Have you found this very useful? So for me, the packing cubes were a game changer. I saw them and I thought, I wonder, I wonder if this is going to be helpful. I am not a light packer. And me neither. You, neither is Randy. Nor do they. Nor do they really try. <laughs> you're not a light packer either. <laughs> so, you're not. But it's really helped me as I've traveled. I use them every single time. Yeah. And I love them. Yeah, definitely. Now I don't use them. Do you have a picture of them? Like I what do. They are because I usually. Oh, okay. Um, usually, if I'm going somewhere for less than 
you know, say seven or eight days, I'll just grab uh, like a large backpack and kind of stuff everything into that. So yeah, those aren't as applicable for backpacks, I'm sure. No, not really. Um, but yeah, that is interesting because I always have, with unpacking a suitcase, an issue of uh, everything kind of getting mixed up together. Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So I thought the same thing as Cole until I tried them. And there's two things that they do. One, if you're on a short trip, it categorizes your stuff in a way that's a lot easier. So instead of pulling out a bunch of things out of your duffel bag, you pull out three things. Mm -hmm. And within those three things are going to be your clothes, right? So it makes organizing it in a for a short trip easier. But on a longer trip where I want to get rid of my luggage and put it away, it also makes me feel better about putting my clothes in drawers. Like other Mm -hmm. people's, like your Airbnb and you're using somebody else's... um, uh, dresser drawers yes. or you're at a hotel and using theirs mm-hmm. you can keep you can unzip them so mm-hmm. the top is off but the but it's still protected because right. it's still in the casing and put mm-hmm. that whole thing mm-hmm. in the drawer so i really yes. like that yes and i do the same thing as well and i agree it makes me feel a lot better <laughs> and my clothes and they're usually two small ones which are really nice size small ones two medium ones and two like really pretty big ones yeah. Yeah. so you can fit your stuff in there mm-hmm. yeah definitely really nicely so another one another fun travel gadget and although i say gadgets some of these are just kind of like um just items. containers or items yeah. yeah so like one is like a portable phone charger and another one which the phone charger i found is very useful and i also have this so it's con- like a mobile battery that you can plug your phone into right yeah. exactly and that you can charge i also have a shock resistant waterproof case to put my phone battery in but also other cords as well so um that also keeps it or everything organized and compact and that's usually small enough for like a uh, even like a mini backpack or whatever. Another thing that I have really liked is I have a a case for my um, passport, and so I really like that because not only does it keep my passport safe, but it also um, helps it from um, getting water on it and other things. And I can put my tickets in the case as well, so you can put other things in there um, and then have that ready when you go up to, um, you know, the airport. Security like or whatever. Yeah. And it makes it easier to find, too, if it's exactly. in a little bit of a bigger, like, it's not a big case, but it, no. it, it's big enough where it's easier to find within your purse or your luggage or whatever. Exactly. Another thing that I have really liked is a compact hair dryer with a folding handle. Mm-hmm. So those are very small. And I also got, like, a diffuser to put onto it as well. So with so, as someone with curly hair, this is very useful because one, I don't, because of COVID, but also even before COVID, I was really like self-conscious about germs and things. So even if like a hotel would have a hair dryer, I wouldn't want to touch it. <laughs> um, because it's one of those things kind of like remotes where you're like, I, I don't know how often they clean them, yes. you know, things like that. So just having my own yes. that's compact and light is really useful. Another one that I have thought to be, well, another one is like a international travel power adapter. Mm, and yeah. they have really compact ones now that are incredibly useful for you know anywhere in the world that you travel and need um, to charge your phone or whatever. We've taken those on trips. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm, yeah. Uh, another one is a travel jewelry box. Although the one that I have is in a box. In fact, it's flat, so it helps to save even more space. And I showed mine to mom, 
who then went online and bought her own. <laughs> yep. Yep. Same kind, different color, which is the oftentimes the, um, the thing about all of these, which is thankfully, you know, they're cool gadgets, but also they come in like different colors mm-hmm. and different sizes. Right, and I was going like to say that. that too. The sizes too. You can get bigger or smaller. Yes. And, and okay, so another thing on trips that I like to do is um, hang on my clothes. Okay. Like on long trips. Yeah, like so they, they kind of get the, try to get some of the wrinkles out. Right. Or not get more wrinkly. Right. So previously, like at Disney, I would have to bring like a big bag full of full-size hangers, and I hated them because the hangers are awful for travel. Mm-hmm. They're just terrible. Yeah. They take up space. They, they get take tangled. up space. They get tangled, and they slide everywhere. Yep. So I found online these really cool foldable um, clothing hangers, and they fold into really small... Um, pieces and they're really easy to uh, open and close and then you can um, hang your shirts but also like full-size jackets as well wherever you um, are traveling and so that has really been a game changer for me do you have those back i do yeah. i saw sydney's and i'm like <laughs> yes. what oh. do you have enough that we can share no you'll have to order your own mm-hmm. probably one day i think they're like 25 to a pack like they're, they're really really yeah. nice there's so many and you yeah. don't have enough to share no <laughs> <laughs> but you should definitely get your own they're 25 to a pack and no. how many things you, are we taking very much underestimate um, mine and mom's ability to pack well, clothes. And we're going to need to layer and, and we're going to yeah. need sweaters and probably right. some jackets. The other one is a large travel hanging toiletry bag. So make sure that you, although this isn't like a neat little gadget, there are some really nice um, hanging toiletry bags. So investing in one is, will result in better quality right. in traveling. And you um, can get them in a bunch of different places. Yeah, not just Amazon. But right. um, obviously Amazon has some fun um, options. Another one, too, that's been a game changer for in the car, for car travel, especially for our family, is that um, I found online a electric fan for the car, for mm-hmm. like the back seat. Now, yep. for me, I constantly need air. No yep. matter where I'm sitting. And so for years and years and years and years, uh, mom and dad have had to like freeze at the front of the car because we've tried to funnel air to the back of the car. Right. And we don't often have cars that have that capability just to blow air into the back. So that's always been a struggle. But now that we, we have the fan... Um, it basically hooks to the back of whatever seat is in front of you. So for me, I'm behind dad. So it hooks up to the back of the driver's seat. And there are two fan heads that point to me. And it is so nice. It's not only nice for people, but I've also seen it um, highly suggested for like dogs. If you travel with dogs. Mm-hmm. Um, it's excellent. They, oh it does an excellent job. You plug yes. it into the, um, what are they called? What did they used to be called? Cigarette lighters? Yes. They, yeah, the, so there's those portals in your car. Right. Yes. But they might, by now, we've had them a couple years, I think. By mm-hmm. now, they might have USB. I yeah. don't know. Yeah. You could look. You could look. And then, um, I mean, there are some with just one head and one mm-hmm. um, fan, and then there are some with two. So I. I the the two one with two is nice better. because the heads move. Right. So you can yeah. point them where you want them. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Yes. So you get double for your money. 
Uh, and there are other things too as well, such as a really good, um, what you call them? Neck, neck pillow? Yeah, neck pillow. Um, there are some, there are some travel sized steamers. Yeah. As well, if you want to steam your clothes or like if you don't have like a, a dryer where you can throw your clothes in and heat your clothes up and then hang them with your portable folding hanger. Yeah. <laughs> you know, right? Um, there are also things like I've seen, now I haven't tried these at all, I don't have one, but like for planes, they have these like little slings where you could put your feet in and basically keeps your feet off of the ground, but it's not like a foot rest. So yeah. it's much more um, kind of like a, a relaxed environment. Um, there are also like really nice travel um, blankets where um, they fold into like a little case. Mm -hmm. When I say case, it's, it's like a pillowcase cover almost, mm -hmm. and then you pull them out. Um, so yeah, there are just some really, really neat travel gadgets out there that you can easily look up and find and I highly suggest that you do that especially before your next travel because you never know if you will find exactly what you will need for um, your travel. Like um, I actually found a travel car like neck rest that can go move in and out um, from your car Oh, okay. So, like, if you have a bun in the back of your hair or something like that, mm -hmm. it helps you be able to still relax your head. Yeah, but even if you don't, it still allows you, you know, depending on how you sit in the car, to um, relax your head. And there are these soap dispensers that have, like, paper-thin soap where um, you basically take one and you wet with water it becomes soap instantly so if you don't I've seen want... those they're like little individual sheets of soap exactly so if you don't want like a bar of soap laying out um but you still want but is it like in a little container or something how does it come out yeah so yeah, it like is the... yeah so there are little tiny sheets and the container is like it can be adorable. Like this one is like a little bear. So you open it up and then it just like has That's so funny. Pieces. I've never seen that before. Yeah. So That's there are quite funny. a number of options on Amazon as well. So, I mean, it has really neat things, um, especially. And you never know what you're going to find. Right? Exactly. So that's the, the travel cubes. When I saw that, mm -hmm. I was like, hmm, that looks really cool. Yeah. I wonder if it's as effective. So sometimes you buy them and, and it's like. Perfect. Yeah, and sometimes not as much. Yeah. So, so you have to kind take of a see. look and see what works for you. Yep. Great ideas. I'm sure there's even more out there. So, oh, yes. so many. That is fun to share. Mm -hmm. I know when I'm looking up some Amazon ideas, I often sit out on our back deck where I see lovely butterflies. <laughs> <laughs> One of the butterflies that I see is the Eastern Tiger Swallowtail Butterfly. That is quite a mouthful. But you probably have seen them. if. Well, if you're on the East Coast, you probably have seen them. They are beautiful, very large butterflies, usually in the range of three and a half to five and a half inches across tip to tip. And they're identified, they're usually yellow with black stripes. It is America's second most recognized butterfly after the monarch. It was once considered a single butterfly with a vast range, but after about 200 years, scientists discovered there are actually four distinct swallowtail species. 
the Eastern Tiger Swallowtail, the Western Tiger, the Appalachian Tiger, and the Canadian Tiger. Wow. So the four species look incredibly similar and their ranges actually overlap in many places, which made discovering the differences difficult. And I have, I have pictures of all of these things just to show you guys, but these are the four. So you can see that they're incredibly similar. Yes, yeah. The female can be either yellow with black stripes or they can be a dark form, which looks black with iridescent blue on it. It's beautiful. It also has stripes, but you can't see it because of the dark coloring. Yeah. Isn't that gorgeous? It mm -hmm. is. But the yellow is the one I know I see around our butterfly bush. Mm. Now this is hilarious. The young tiger swallowtail caterpillar start out looking like bird droppings. No kidding. I'm gonna yeah. show you. I'm gonna show you a picture. But as they get older, they look more snake-like. If you look it up, you can see that it kind of looks like a cartoon snake. The two forms camouflage and later cautions birds and other predators to stay away. The false eye spots convinces predators they're looking at a much larger creature. So the first two photos are of the younger one that looks like <laughs> bird droppings. Okay. These are the bird dropping ones. Man, what a dramatic, like... Difference there. Yeah. And then these are the second stage <laughs> and they look like a cartoon i love this one it looks yeah, like one it's of sticking look, its tongue yeah, one out of them looks like it's tongue stage, <laughs> but yeah. i think that's actually the head of the of the um caterpillar but it is it is really funny the first known artwork of an american butterfly featured an eastern tiger swallowtail drawn by john white in 1587 created during Sir Walter Riley's third expedition to the Virginia colony, John White named his drawing Mamankinoas, I believe it is, Mamankinoas, which is a Native American word for butterfly. The British artist and explorer was also the governor of the early Virginia colony that mysteriously disappeared on Roanoke Island. Yeah. And it is an excellent drawing. He did a very good job. I was amazed. Female tiger swallowtails are larger and more colorful than males. That is usually the opposite of... In the animal kingdom. In yeah. the animal kingdom. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Yes. So if you see a lot of blue on an eastern tiger swallowtail butterfly, you're looking at a female. Male tiger swallowtails hatched in the spring usually have a little bit of blue, but summer males will only have a small amount or no blue at all. So here's the female... Versus the male. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. That is interesting. Yeah. Tiger swallowtails only live about a month as butterflies. Add in another month for a tiger swallowtail to go from egg to adult butterfly, and their complete lifespan is about two months. Although, late-season caterpillars can overwinter in their chrysalis form. Tiger swallowtail caterpillars are equipped with a cool self-defense mechanism. The, <laughs> there's an orange forked structure called, and I should have looked this up, sorry people, osmaterium. I'm going to say osmaterium. It comes out and sprays a stinky <laughs> liquid. <laughs> Reminds me of a, of a skunk. It comes out and sprays a stinky liquid at anyone who scares the caterpillar. Oh. Is that they, these are it's just pretty vibrant color. These were so much more interesting than what I thought they were. I was thinking I was just going to look up, you know, a 
normal, boring kind of caterpillar. These yeah. are very interesting. Tiger swallowtails often engage in an activity called puddling. They gather on mud, sand, gravel, or shallow puddles. They then consume sodium ions and amino acids, which aid in reproduction. Most puddling activity is done by males. It's kind of a fun name for it. Puddling. puddling, yes. It's <laughs> so a very scientific process. I actually heard more about puddling. I learned initially about this in one of the Cat Who mystery books. Oh. Because it, it, the guy, the main character was talking to a, was talking to a young woman who painted butterflies, and she was telling him about how they puddle, how they do puddling. Yeah. I think it's just puddling. Anyway, finally. Tiger swallowtails are one of the easiest butterflies to photograph. They're less fearful than most butterflies and will allow you to get close enough to take some really fabulous shots. That's very true. Fabulous. We have lots of swallowtail, what are they? They're tiger? Tiger swallowtail tiger butterflies. Tiger swallowtail butterflies and they're in huge. our backyard. They're so pretty. They're so pretty and they don't mind people as much, so yeah. you can get a pretty good look at them. If you're just sitting out there, they'll come to the top of the butterfly bush, which is at our deck level. Right. And they'll just be flying around. Yeah. Yeah, so we have lots of them there. I don't recall seeing the caterpillars. I'll have to look I don't know that we them. would have, yeah, seen those. And they have they have certain trees that the caterpillars are on. Oh, interesting. So it's not like every... It's not like you can go out and yeah. just look everywhere and see them. Like monarch butterflies, the caterpillars really like milkweed. Right, so I These wonder... These do too. Oh, do they? Okay, yes. interesting. Yeah. Fun. Yeah. Very fun topic. Um, it's funny because butterflies came up in a discussion that Kelia and I had about Halloween because we were talking about costumes and uh, we were talking about pet costumes. Mm. Uh, so butterfly, cute pet idea. I think we decided because we each have a cat uh, and one of the cats is dressable and one of them is not. <laughs> one of them has claws like you would not believe. Um, yeah, so my cat Onyx is... The good thing is she's fluffy and like... Jet black. She's so a Halloween cat. She's she's already a Halloween cat. Bright green eyes. Um, Gorgeous. But Kelia's cat is a is a little Siamese cat, and it's funny because she already has, um, like the her her canines come down <laughs> past her lip, so it already looks like she has little fangs. Like little vampire cat. Yes. Yeah, so we found this like little vampire cape and like. Uh, with like the high collar and everything <laughs> so like that, cute. so we were like, well, we could put it on. Uh, Izzy's the cat's name, so we could put it on Izzy, and she'd already have her little fangs. That <laughs> is so funny. She'd look like a little vampire. Yeah, that was that was a lot of fun. Keely and, all, and I also do this game where we um, we say our top three, and then just some random subject, um, and it gets our like like. Top three designs for birdhouses that you would like or something oh. like that. So it gets like our creative minds going and everything like that. So we were talking about our, a lot of our top threes lately have been about Halloween. And um, so it was, uh, we did like top three couples costumes and ours were very different. <laughs> were yours, were Herb's butterflies? Hers were not butterflies. Oh, okay. Yes, um, yes. But mine was like a... Uh, slasher killer and sure. she she was the survival girl and that was oh, the couple's okay. costume <laughs> uh, i had some nice ideas too one i was thinking was uh like steve from blues clues yeah uh -huh. and then she could wear like a blue dress with like a paw print on her 
cheek oh, and then like so the little ears. That's adorable. Um, so, and then I think the one I like the most is, you know, in every Halloween special ever, the host of the party is dressed like Dracula. Yes. So I was thinking I could dress as Dracula and she could dress as like Dracula's Dracula? wife. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. One of the lady vampires. I think in the original story there were three, so. Oh. Yeah. Pick that's, one. Yeah, right. Or like <laughs> find two other people to join in our couple's <laughs> costume with us. Um, but no, so Halloween, I think Halloween is a fun time to, uh, to come up with some really creative ideas for things. Because yeah. um, we were talking, we were also talking about last week. I talked about how every year I want to have a different theme on my house and have the garage be like the scary place you could go into to get uh, like thematically scary place, uh, like a spider hollow or, you know, something like that to go in and get better candy. Or you could just take the, you know, the little candy and go. So that was another top three was like top three ideas for what you would want the thing. And one of hers was like a witch's cabin or something like that. Yeah. I was like, oh, we could we switch it up rather than her being outside and giving out little candy. I could be like a, a crone witch's servant or something like that. That's and true. she could wear the witch's hat inside and everything <laughs> and like that. And do the fun stuff. I was thinking that you, we didn't talk about it last week. I, or I didn't think about it last week. But if you did a, uh, in your garage, something that's super sweet but has like that one of those earworm songs in it mm. that you can't get out of your head, like, a Smurfs world where you have like the Smurf song just playing constantly <laughs> in it, so adults don't want to go in there. Because <laughs> then the so rest of the night they're going to be singing. That's right. It's horrifying in a different way. <laughs> I could do. I could even just do a scary Smurfs. Like there's Good. a bunch of Smurfs, but they have like whited out eyes. And <laughs> yeah. Oh, and terrible. Zombie Smurfs. Uh, scary Smurfs. But um, yeah, it's. I've been having a lot of fun thinking of different Halloween. Things I've started decorating around my house a little bit for for Halloween. Um, I think we're thinking that we're going to move out of this house in not too long. So I don't want to deck out the the entire thing for Halloween. Like get out, you know, like set up command strips or anything like that. Um, so I might, I might still decorate the outside uh, a good bit because I've got a bunch of Halloween lights. Mm. Last year I used net lights on all of my walls oh, to line idea. the inside of the house yep. completely orange orange lit yep um good oh, idea actually i saw something that i didn't mention to you um because i forgot but uh, <laughs> <laughs> but last year remember that you had like a plastic um pretend skeleton and i saw that there's an option like for a halloween party to mm-hmm. like have the skeleton but have like like cheese and stuff in the ribs, like going out. Oh yeah, yeah, like it's yeah. their guts, but it's yummy guts. Yeah, mm-hmm. oh, but it gross. doesn't like no, but it doesn't like look like guts. It's, it's, just, it's just the cheese, cheese and stuff, stuff like that. It, yeah, it's, it's like, nice. <laughs> <laughs> the like a, uh like a skeleton. cheese board or whatever. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. yeah. Yeah, that's funny. Yeah. So last week I talked about the exterior of the house, which I uh, I. And I think a little, I'd get a little more excited about because other people can see it and enjoy it. Um, but I also obviously love surrounding myself with Halloween things on the interior too. And Sydney was very excited last week for the idea of the interior yeah. because she kept asking about it. <laughs> <laughs> so I figured I'd just do interior this uh, this week where same general rules. The number of trees outside is no longer relevant, but um, <laughs> basic kind of 
middle class two story house that you have to decorate the interior. Okay. Like so, what are you what are you gonna do? And we'll we'll pause it and come up with some different ideas here. Okay, so, so that the listener can think that's about right, it too. Yeah. Time for the listener to think too. Here you go. Okay, so we have we are back. Um, why don't we start with with you, Mom? How would you decorate inside your house for? Hey, hey, pants down. Cindy's <laughs> <laughs> still writing. Cindy's still making notes. You can keep going. <laughs> you can keep going. The test is over. <laughs> okay, so mine is is more basic. Really, I decorate the first floor, but not so much the second floor. The second floor are all bedrooms in our house, so I wouldn't I wouldn't do that for Halloween. Um, I would go with orange, purple, black, and green lights for the mantle over doors. I'd also it would be kind of fun to have bare. You know how they sell bare branches with lights on them mm. with the different colors for inside vases. Mm. That would be really cool too. Um, Jack o' lanterns, um, Halloween bows, ghosts, haunted mansion decorations. Nod to Randy. <laughs> Hanging and on surfaces, and maybe some fun tombstones like um, like Disney has. The one was, um, here lies good old Fred, a great big rock fell on his head. Yes. Just funny things to look at. Um, bigger ones than what we have. I'm pretty sure we have probably have We have the ones. tiny ones, yeah. yes. So, um, so that's all really that I thought of. I thought given that those parameters and time to get as many of them as I wanted, <laughs> um, but that I could do a good job. pretty much like we do today. Kind of, yeah. yeah. I'm not the most creative. Cole's the Halloween boy. You love Haunted Mansion. So I'm not the most creative with Halloween. This it would be satisfactory. We're just to here to enjoy whatever we put right. up. So I so over the years we've had the opportunity to get a lot of decorations for Halloween and for Christmas both. Uh, I think for Halloween, if I could, I would take all of my Haunted Mansion decor that we've gotten over the years and put it into one room and make it a, a haunted mansion room specifically that's a good idea and and then to get a few other things that are a little bit bigger because most of what we have are like smaller figurines we have some gargoyles that cole had gotten for me mm -hmm. um, that could sign. easily fit on the you know like at the top of the bookshelves yeah we have the big haunted mansion sign that's probably yeah. a couple feet tall it was like the size of the one at the actual haunted mansion yeah. um so we have some some bigger things but put it in a room and kind of see okay is that too sparse or not but i would definitely want to have oh yeah haunted we, mansion kind of things in one location we and if you were too. yes if you were doing like let's say our um like kind of office mm -hmm. room right now um, you have three gargoyles, so what you could do is you could put two, like, pillars, like, one on either side, and then put a gargoyle on each of those, and then, like, say on the right side, have a shorter pillar and put another gargoyle yep. mm -hmm. there yep. to kind of flank Offset. the entrance of the, of the room there. Right, right. And I think, yes, and Beth mentioned the jars. We've got these ghosts in a jar that we got from Disney as well that have the ghosts from the Hitchhiking Ghost from the haunted mansion yeah. in the jars and they are so cool disney did them they're so cool but they're the size of mason jars i would say yeah. maybe a little bigger and then in another room i would take all of the non how non-haunted mansion 
Disney Halloween decorations that we have and put that into another room, which would be kind of like the Mickey's Not So Scary Halloween party room mm-hmm. of things as well. Yeah, that's the cartoony thing. Those are the more cartoony Mickey and yeah. Minnie kind of things. That I'm that, not as thrilled about. Yes. Yes. Um, I would, in our dining room, I would still do like we do today, the more um, uh, classy pumpkins, like they're glass pumpkins with different colors within. So I like the, having the dining room be a little more classy. I would still do, and this, other than how we organize it, it's a lot of the things we do today. I would still do the garland that has the fall uh, leaf colors, the fall leaves, and, and the fall. Um, you know, I guess like squash and pumpkins and things on mm-hmm. it over the entrances, over the arches we have in the house. Um, I would do a guest room. So one of the fun things about having a guest room, now that the kids are out of the house, is that when a guest visits during a holiday season, you can actually decorate the guest room. So we have decorated the guest room for Halloween or fall for slash fall, Halloween. Yeah. And we've done that for Christmas too. So that's fun too to have like, you know, because it's a smaller space, it's a little easier to do. Um, but I would have the guest room decorated for Halloween as well, with more classic Halloween decor, like pumpkins and jack o' lanterns and, and and those colors in it. Mm-hmm. So that's basically mine. Yeah, yeah. And I was thinking, it's hard to on the ins. It's hard to pick things on the inside and keep it to the point where you're not going over the top because it's not a Halloween party, right? Uh, so you wanna you don't wanna like limit your mobility within your own right. house right, right. by right. having too much. You don't wanna make it too much for yourself. Right. Um, so I was thinking a lot of like the big things that I would do. I would do just in my entryway, and then it kind of thins out more yeah. as you get into the rest of the house. So um, I would obvi- like the outside. I think I would choose something different to do, probably year by year with the entryway. Uh, in this case, I was thinking maybe, like, putting scarecrows and scythes and, like, kind of creepy lanterns and, like, hay bales and stuff like that. Kind of, like, farmhouse horror kind of thing in the entryway. Uh, and then I just have kind of not as concrete, like, a single vision for the rest of the house. More just, like, Halloween things that I think are fun. Mm-hmm. Um, like, I, I'm a fan of uh, Halloween string lights being on the inside as yep. well as the outside. Yeah. Um, I don't think we ever really did that with Halloween. We do it on the mantle where we mix it in with the garland. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So it's mixed in with the garland. But it's not more like fall. Yes. Versus it's more, Halloween. But it's still the orange colors. Yeah. Yes, of it the is. lights. Yeah. Um, and then pumpkins and jack-o'-lanterns everywhere. Um, I like the idea of like bones hanging from the railing as you're going up. <laughs> um, other things are like I have a for cheap i bought this like huge like giant skull that just hangs on my wall uh, at my house so i was thinking it'd be funny to have two giant skeleton hands like coming out That's like funny. it's like coming out of the wall <laughs> um maybe put some like gargoyles on uh like if you've got a stair that's got two that's not like built into the wall put them on either side of the stairs or like on top of like the knobs at the bottom. Oh yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, like instead of a, a Christmas tree having like a big gnarled like full size Halloween tree. I thought about that too. You'd <laughs> have to buy one. Yeah, you'd have to buy the decorations and things for it. But yeah, that would look pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, but that would be neat. And you mm-hmm. could do 
things like other creepy lanterns and stuff mm-hmm. like that hanging from that tree and spider webbing and stuff like that. That's um, true. So I think that would be pretty cool. Uh, the other idea that I had, which I thought was fun, was um, having, um, you know how there's like the Halloween decorations, that's like the witches that have crashed into your house? Yeah. Noelle agrees. Uh, so, you know, those decorations where it looks like somebody's crashing against yes. the wall or something like that. So I was thinking something like that, but with like four or five of those. And they're not witches. They're just like regular people. Um, but they're like, if, you're, if your stairs are built into a wall, like on the wall, but above the point where like you would be walking. Uh, and then just like a different... Like, classic uh, weapon, just, like, in the back of each one. Oh, okay. So, like, uh, like the like machete a... from Friday the 13th. Oh, I thought you were going for a um, clue. Like, a candlestick, oh, a lead pipe. A candlestick embedded into their back. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't say how they did it with a yeah. candlestick. Yeah. No, sure. I was thinking more like uh, the knife from Halloween. Like, uh, maybe the pickaxe from, like, My Bloody Valentine. Oh, my you know, goodness. S- stuff like that. Okay. Um, so, it looks like there's... People suspended with weapons in their back in the in the Great. wall. Yeah, that sounds uh, so fun. Yeah, no, I, th- I thought it was it sounded <laughs> kind of fun. Yeah, and um, certainly people who know the movies, you know, would recognize. Right, this right. That's classic. true. I, that's true. Right. Classic. When I was thinking of doing things like that, like having little uh, Easter eggs for myself around yes. my house, yeah. like maybe in like a tangle of jack lanterns or something, I have like. Uh, the box from Hellraiser there yeah. or something like that. You know, not like drawing attention to things, but just yeah. kind of having them. No, and you around. make a good point. I think the reason I decorate so much is because I enjoy it. Like, I don't do it for other people yeah. first. I do it for us first because I know you guys love it. And I know I enjoy just seeing the things. I like getting them out like because it's kind of like a fun thing every year to get them out and see them again. Like an old friend, you know, yeah. and putting them out and then enjoying them for that season and then putting them back away isn't that big of a chore because, you know, it's kind of that part of the process. Some people don't like to decorate because they look at it like a... Like a chore. Like a, yeah, a yeah. big production kind of thing. But I think if you scale it to you and what you enjoy right. doing, that's It's important. really for... I like being surrounded by, like, spooky Halloween stuff. Yeah. So I get it out for myself to the point, to the degree that I want to be surrounded exactly. by it, right. which in my case is a lot. Yes. Yeah. Uh, what do you think, Sydney? Um, you wait, wait, first I want to say that no creepy clowns or like baby dolls with no soulless eyes or anything? No, I talked about both of those last week for the outside. Yeah. Because hanging, yeah. hanging the dolls want them inside, from huh? the trees. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, I, I spend most of my time living with my girlfriend too, so... She would not sleep She would probably... No. <laughs> I, for reference... The other day when she got home from work, I hid behind the door (laughs) and she opened it and she opened it and like walked around. So her, she was facing towards me, like just with her eyes like down a little bit. And I went (laughs) facing towards me. I didn't have to like grab her or anything. And she screamed so loud. You're lucky she didn't punch you. That's what Beth would have done (laughs) to me. Oh. She was not as amused as I was. <laughs> no, not just, yeah. Um, so yeah, I'll have to, I'll have to try doing that. So again. creepy dolls and stuff in the house would not be good. 
No, probably not. I'd probably be fine with it. Yeah. Um, I'm not sure if it's what I would go to first, like personally for myself. Um, I do love a lot of horror movies, so I'd probably rather get like horror movie paraphernalia. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that it's kind of like obviously Halloween decorations, but also um, reminds me of you know something else yeah. that I really enjoy at the same time. Yeah, very good. Definitely. So, yeah, I've been thinking about, like, how to decorate for fall and Halloween at my current place. And thankfully, my current place, um, it's not, like, too huge. But I made, like, little floor, I sketched little floor plans. Yeah, for you, this is, like, an actual planning exercise. (laughs) (laughs) But, like, I've been seeing so many things on Pinterest. And um, Cole was looking at my paper at one point, and he said, oh, you have a lot of things. But it's really, like... Like, these are all, like, ideas, but I haven't really, like, committed to any of them yet. Right. Yet. Like, I've got a lot of ideas. They're not connected to each other in, like, any kind of seamless way. Yeah, yeah. it was like, um, like, I would love to have garland, like, tons of garlands of leaves above all the doors and entryways, lots of fall wreaths, um, sets of pumpkins with fall leaves, um, like, somehow attached to them so I could, like, decorate the table or other surfaces. Right. The other um, thing for you is you have a puppy. Yes. So, that makes uh, decorating. Yes. Yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> Anything about three feet works. Yeah. Yeah, yeah pretty much. Um, garlands of pumpkin light. So, I have a lot of fake plants. So, that would be fun to decorate those. Um, tea, like, I have a nice TV stand to decorate. Um, I was looking at fall accent pillows, fall blankets, mugs. Um, I also saw, like, a fall light-up tree where it's, it looks like a maple tree or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so, rather than going, like, the Christmas tree route, it's it's a light-up um, uh, fake tree that you could have in your home. So, I thought that looked fun. Uh, I was also seeing that the popular thing... Or the trendy thing now is to have these like felt dots, and you have garlands of them. Mm-hmm. And um, I've seen some where it was like um, white, black, and orange, or some of them were in the shape of pumpkins. So you have garlands of felt pumpkins. So that's really trendy right now. And that was look really simple and cute to put up. And like you said, it really depends on what you want to do and what makes right. it fun for you. Um, so I was also thinking for like a fall, like a fun fall thing was to have like, um, would be like to watch like a fun fall movie with the fall blanket and maybe hot tea and um, um, for Noelle, like to have Noelle like sitting on the floor with me and just kind of chilling and uh, I was also been looking at those candles that are the fake candles but you get that you can still light up like with remotes and stuff. Yep. So just having yeah. like all the all the um, lights off except for the TV and those candles. So that would right. be really fun. You could watch something like Scooby-Doo, very Halloween-y. Yes. Yes, Scooby-Doo. And we do love Scooby-Doo. Um, there is a Scooby-Doo movie, I think I talked about before, where Shaggy turns into a werewolf and he meets all these classic monsters. Mm-hmm. So, uh, but yeah, yeah, lots of fun things to think about like you said i have a puppy so anything will have to be off of the floor at least for now um but yeah there are so many fun fall things and i noticed a lot of your stuff was fall and it actually would not be difficult to add specifically halloween things to that yeah. like your maple like tree that lights up mm-hmm. um right just putting 
I don't know, Black Garland on it or something. Yeah. Yeah. So probably not. Of... Spiderweb would be the easiest, but probably not Spiderweb for your nope. house. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So it's, um, it's kind of nice that in the fall season to have the fall basics all around you and then have something, especially in an apartment size, to have something that you can introduce in for Halloween and take back out afterward. Yep. So, and if you're not a huge Halloween fan, mm-hmm. or scary fan, I know that's oh, for cold, stu- yeah, then no. you can still decorate for fall and it applies to Halloween, which is kind of right. nice, right? You don't have to have specific Halloween things, particularly in your house, and if you don't like to have scary things in your mm-hmm. house, um, yeah. then... Unacceptable. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, but I was... But that applies to me because I like something that can go not only like beyond Halloween, but like uh, like it's overarching. Yeah. Yeah. Fall season. Yeah, because I think the basic fall things apply from like whenever you put them up all the way through Thanksgiving. Yes. Right. So you can change them out for like Beth said with some Halloween things, but then you can also do that with some turkey things right. <laughs> for Thanksgiving as well. Right. Yeah. So Good point. It makes it. Nice. Like the garlands and things might apply to all. So, yeah, very fun. A lot of fun and interesting ideas. It's interesting for me to visit other people's homes and see how they choose to decorate, yeah. too. Yeah, yeah and like we talked about, um, decorating your home is different for yourself versus for others. Like if you're doing like a Halloween party or something like that. Right. So maybe we'll talk about Halloween party ideas in a, in a future podcast. Fun. Good idea. And the great thing is, this is early enough to help with their planning. Exactly. That's true. And they're purchasing if they need to buy something. Yeah. In their and our purchasing. <laughs> That's right. Our future festivities are for the week of August 30th. August 30th is Frankenstein Day. What? That's yes. very on brand. Here. August 31st, National Eat Outside Day. September 1st, National No Rhyme Nor Reason Day. September 2nd, National VJ Day. That's Victory in Japan Day. From World War II. September 3rd is National College Colors Day. September 4th is World Beard Day. And September 5th is Be Late for Something Day. You can always follow us on social media. We are on Twitter at Holiday underscore Moons. On Instagram, we are at Holiday Moons, all one word. On Facebook, you can find us by searching Holiday Moons in the search bar. We have a Facebook group and a Facebook page. And you can email us at any time with your holiday plans at holidaymoons at gmail.com. So for Randy, Sydney, Beth, and Cole, happy Happy decorating. decorating!